Hello, and welcome to the first episode of the series, What Now? My name is Eli Drury, and I am a student at Anderson County High School in Mr. Sayers' economics class. Through the next few weeks, we are going to be looking into some countries from all around the world. We will see into the very center of why they are the way they are, whether that be in a good or bad manner. This week, the country underneath the spotlight is that none other than Cambodia. Cambodia is a Southeast Asian nation with a population of 15 million, with 95% practicing Buddhism. We are going to first start by looking into some of the country's issues. First up is public transportation. In Cambodia, public transportation is not very advanced. In fact, it is very scattered and dysfunctional. One of the most common forms of transportation is the tuk-tuk. The tuk-tuk is a form of taxi. It is small, open to the elements, and not very appealing. Next up is the educational system. In Cambodia, more than 10% of children do not attend school. In fact, with the average family in Cambodia having three kids, it is almost impossible for them to be able to attend with the amounting costs. That is not even including the state at which the school buildings themselves are in, especially in rural areas. Now on to their economic freedom. Cambodia's score as of 2019 was 57.8. That makes it the 105th freest in the world, with a steep decline from last year with trade. They also come in at 30% with their freedom status, with very little to say in political rights and civil liberties. Up next is unemployment. In Cambodia, they do very well with their jobs in a way. They're at 0.1% unemployment, which is very good compared to the rest of the world. The only issue is that most of the jobs there are, un- are vulnerable meaning they could disappear at any time. Next is the government. The leader of Cambodia is Hun Sen, who holds the world record of longest serving leader since 1985. In Cambodia, the judiciary sect of the government is at the top of the leaderboard of corruption, followed by the police. An example of the judiciary corruption is the anti-corruption law that allows no protection to whistleblowers, and in fact they can be jailed. Up now is Cambodia's GDP, or gross domestic product. It has grown very drastically, currently setting at 22.16 billion US dollars, which may seem like a lot but compared to the United States GDP of 19.39 trillion, it is but a drop in the hat. Also, inflation has took a steep jump compared to just recently with a 0.73% increase. Now, healthcare is up. In Cambodia, many hospitals are understaffed and unequipped for the massive need for assistance. The buildings themselves are out of date and the prices are outrageous, therefore 7.5% of the profit 
makes up the GDP. In many cases, the people who live close to the border of Vietnam will cross to get health care due to the outrageous prices. Now we are to the diversity participation. In Cambodia, the gender gap is massive, especially in politics with a 0.6% gap and legislation with a 0.8% gap. While still it is present even in the labor force and educational system, we are now onto the country's debt. They currently stand at 7 billion US dollars of debt and it is projected that in 2024 they will be at 35.91% debt compared to GDP. And not helping matters is their trade deficit. Cambodia continues to import more than they want more than what they export. In other words, they are buying more than what they are selling, and therefore their deficit is not good, and the debt of the country increases more and more. Now how safe is Cambodia? While the majority of crimes are petty thieves, there are some dangers located through the country, including landmines. There are signs posted through the country warning people to be careful of where they step and to stay on the main roads. Now on to what's good within Cambodia. They have many resources including oil, gemstones, natural gas, iron ore, and timber that are very beneficial to the country and also Cambodia's infrastructure. Through recent years, Cambodia has worked to update all of their roads to international standards. While some are still not in the best shape, they are actively working to get them there. So what now? What needs to be done in order to help bring this country up and into a prosperous nation? There are three main points in this. Updating the educational system, ending child labor, and creating sustainable jobs. While it may sound crazy, it is doable. What needs to happen is they need to go out with the old and in with the new. They need to get a completely new government put into office. And with the new leader in place, they must create new sustainable jobs, allowing for job security and an incoming paycheck at all times. Therefore, allowing families to have more money and down the road, child labor must come to an end and schools need to be updated, allowing children to go to school and get an education. Once they graduate, then there will be a good sustainable job ready for them or they could continue their education and become doctors or lawyers or teachers or anything they want to be and help the cycle continue. But none of this will be able to happen unless taxes are raised on the public once sustainable jobs are created, allowing for the GDP to go up and debt to decrease. This has been the first episode of What Now? And as always, thank you for listening, and don't forget to hit that subscribe button on your way out.